0: can start woohoo! oh man i know that's how i feel (laughs) you guys i was up until which i'm up late a lot there's just something different about like being like showered and like in your bed clothes and all that and being up late at your own house like where you can literally just walk 10 feet down the hallway and go to bed Uh uh-huh versus like being up until after one in the morning being somewhere else and then having to come home and still do all of that right and I was watching my nephew last night and I love him and he's adorable, but he's one. So <laughs> he's all he. and he when he's awake, he is a ball of energy and just wants to be doing stuff. He loves being outside and all that stuff. So I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I'm a stress case because I don't live with him every day. So it's like dinner time. And I made the dinner they told me to make him, but he's like just shoving fistfuls of it in his mouth, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "You're gonna choke!" Like he's he didn't, but it just it was so he was just shoveling it in. That's actually like, better for them to use their hands, is and, it? Yeah, that's they call it baby led weaning. I think okay, and they like little little babies. It it's supposedly good mm-hmm. because, like, rather than spoon feeding, right? Like them feeding themselves, right? Because they, um, they figure out their, um, what is it? What is their, their gag reflex? Their gag reflex. Okay. Thank you. huh <laughs> Really quickly. Oh, okay. So that, and I guess they're less likely to choke, to choke. rather than having the parent. Me shoving a spoon in his mouth? Exactly. Yeah. Because they kind of like, oh, they kind of figure it out. Yeah. At, like. I think quickly. as early as, I don't know, six months? Well, super, he's just, super early. Like, you can't put him in the high chair until his food is ready or he will just lose it because he knows that means it's time to eat. <laughs> and, um, I mean, he's a super happy baby, but when he's hungry, he's he's hangry uh-huh. like so I was getting it all prepared and stuff and yeah he was just it just stressed me out because I'm not with him every day right. so I'm so sure you're like can you please inla- slow down yes because I'm like <laughs> if I don't want to have to call my brother and sister-in-law and be like I'm right. really sorry I had to call nine one one because your son was choking <laughs> like oh my gosh and then even like when I put him down he like when he lays down on the crib he like does this stink bug position so his like face is in the mattress and his butt's up in the air and I'm like should I be checking on him <laughs> to make sure he's not suffocating and she's like no he's fine just leave him in there and I'm like are you sure like <laughs> I think you need more exposure to baby Kristen <laughs> I know I was so stressed <laughs> I was because like, I was like you don't have the monitor in there anymore like right. they used to have this like video monitor so I could like yeah. see it. they don't have that in there anymore so I was like I can't see him like <laughs> you, like camp out in the room yes. and just stare at him the whole time honestly if it would have kept him awake i probably would have <laughs> oh my gosh because they have this noise machine too like mm-hmm. a uh, white noise machine mm-hmm. so i hear that like ocean sounds in this right so then i'm like i can't even hear if he's breathing or not like i and she's like kristen just leave him he's fine And i was like okay okay <laughs> I was, like, so stressed. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. (laughs) Anyhow. Um. Yeah, well. so adventures and babysitting <laughs> <laughs> and late nights. <laughs> oh, so funny. Anyways, Um. yeah, so guys, welcome to Dizzy for Dizzy. Yes. We haven't said this in a while, but I'm Kristen. Yes, and I'm Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> um, we figure you know that by now because we're talking, we're well, 44 episodes deep. Yeah. 44 episodes of the, of the show, more of the podcast. Cause we've done even bonus episodes. So yeah. It's like, I think we're like 50 something episodes in now. So yeah. yeah, you probably know who we are, but. Yeah, maybe by now you know our voices yeah I, it's hard to tell it took me forever to tell apart um georgia and karen's when i started to listen to my that's favorite. that's so murder. funny because i and you had didn't no problem, well, and now i don't I, i'm like how did i even have but an issue with this i kind of have a weird voice thing mm-hmm. like i recognize voices mm-hmm. very very Easily. well yes yeah like when i remember even as a kid when people would call Mm-hmm. Oh, and I would answer the phone, and they wouldn't say who it was, but I would be like, Mom, it's Paula, or like, oh, okay. Mom, it's Lisa, and I would just immediately know just by their voices. So there's, I don't know, I yeah. recognize voices. That's right, that's your thing. I have a weird, random memory, and I can tell you what you were wearing yeah. like three years ago yep. when we were doing some random thing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, um, yeah, so welcome, you guys. Um, Let's see, what exciting news do I have? I don't think I have any. I finally caught up on D.E.K., but... They, I do? Yeah. But not me. <laughs> I'm like, I can't talk to you about it because <laughs> you're not, not me. caught up. But it's okay because I do, I basically tweet as I'm watching. I know, and, and I have to avoid it. I know, I'm sorry. So I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm getting notifications about Mehdi and Zaynep, and I'm like, oh, don't look at that, Ashley. Kristen's watching. Spoilers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> or people
0: will reply, and I'm like, okay, I have to just... scroll on skip over it oh you guys stop tweeting i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) um and (laughs) let's see uh john popped up on social media again he did he's like posting in his stories he replied to someone's tweet i guess recently because is he still in italy right now i don't think so because he just went to his law partner's wedding oh that's right Um, that's right and he brought his mom as his date, which I just think is It's very diplomatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I was gonna say adorable, say. but okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's a, it's adorably diplomatic. Let's say that. Oh, that's the difference. Which between of course us right is there. only like feeding the fires of like he yeah. and Demet are just on the Delmo because he she went with him. Again, we don't have actual proof other than people's like crazy little, you know, uh sleuthing sleuthing photos and stuff from other people who are at the party but she was with him at the engagement okay and so people are like oh well she's filming so she probably couldn't go to the wedding and see he didn't just bring any date he Mm -hmm. brought his mom so (laughs) anyways do with that information what you will guys (laughs) we won't speculate uh what else question of the week i think that's all i have other other non any other non-podcast stuff from you um or podcast adjacent I think that's it. Okay. Um. Yeah. There's the potential oh, yeah. of Tell an them. announcement. Yes. So, I mean, I guess we all just next say week. it. Yeah. I, yeah. Just that way we can maybe get some feedback on how yeah. possible this even is. Or like how big to go. Yes. Okay. So, here's the deal, guys. <laughs> we We talked about this a long time ago, but we're coming to the end mm-hmm. of EK mm-hmm. and... Kristen came up with this really good idea because we've talked about doing like a live watch with people with an yes. audience. Like before. if we could rent out a theater and people yes. would come and we'd watch an it episode would probably together. Be in the L.A. area, just because you know, um, screening rooms are abundant in yes. L.A. and that's what we would need basically, right? Um, so, Kristen had the idea to basically take that and alter it just a little bit to where for the final episode of the podcast covering Arkenji Kush, so the final episode of Arkenji Kush, we would watch it live with whoever wanted to come. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would figure out, you know, ticket prices so that the you know, the payment, the rent is paid for renting the, the facility. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um and we then we would record the final podcast live with, with you guys. You guys, with Yeah. the with with whoever's in the audience. So yeah. we'd bring our Mics and all that, and yeah, figure out a way to see if we could actually record about the episode after watching it, but yeah, with an with like a live interactive audience. Yeah, so we have to figure out dates Correct. and location, but we were saying most likely it would be like the third week of April, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So probably the 18th or the 25th. Yes. Um. Obviously, we can kind of push it if we need to. Right. We we can push the date. Because of the fact that, you know, we're going to need to work around schedules and all that kind of right. stuff. And it's the last episode. Um, so if it's not right on time, we you know you guys will understand. Yes. Especially but, if it's because it's a special episode. <laughs> exactly. So if you are interested, let us know. Please. Yes. Um, we'll probably tweet something. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, we've got to, like I said, figure out location ticket prices right um because the thing is we're totally down to do this it's just and we're willing to put the money out to rent a place and secure it but we just need to know that basically that there's people who can and will come yep um so that we can figure out how much to charge per person to just we basically want to cover the rent of the place yeah Uh, we're not looking to make, like, a ton of money off this or anything. No. Just fun to get together with other early birds, uh-huh. anyone who's able to drive to the L.A. area. Yeah. Um, We just think it would be a lot of fun to meet some of you guys. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah. So, if that's something that you would genuinely be interested in, like, tweet at us, email us, let mm-hmm. us know. Um. So, yeah. And then we'll figure out a way to sell tickets on, like, a secure site. Yep. And all that. So, that way you have a you know, you can feel good about where you're sending your payment to and yeah, um, yeah, and then be able to just keep all the information there so you know where to go, what time to be there, all that kind of stuff. So um, if we can make that happen, we want to. Yeah. So yeah, we'll probably have more specific details soon. We'll research actual costs, sizes of rooms. Yes. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 So that we would love you guys to be part of the final episode. Yeah, we think that'd be really a great way to send off the show mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely um so yeah so yeah that's it all right so moving on uh question of the week from last week was if you could choose anyone from the show for duran to end up with mm-hmm. who would it be and you guys had a lot of opinions about this i, I loved yeah. it um so on twitter our friend rainy day which i'm pretty sure is Leal, she said This is such a good question. I believe the debate is between Balut, SBA, oh, sweet baby angel. (laughs) The sweet baby angel who's also known as Osman and sexy lawyer Metin. Out of those three, I think that Balut is the most fitting for Duren. Ever since their first encounter, I always thought they would end up together. Too bad nothing happened in the end, but I can always reimagine that they did have their HEA. Excuse me. So... I liked that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and then sorry, I just lost my place. Cause I'm just reading this right off of Twitter. Um, so I liked that one because I'm like, oh yeah, someone, um someone write some fanfic. Is there a fanfic out there about Duran and Blue? Maybe there's a cute little happily ever after on oh, there Oh maybe. Somewhere. Yeah. Because I would read that. Um and then Moran said, she's, someone, she's like, answering before I even listened to the podcast. She was saving it for her flight. She says, but definitely Balut. Aisha was going that way too, but that darn writer change. I'm uh-huh. like, ugh, uh-huh. I know. We were robbed of Aisha twice. Seriously. Uh, Kalina said, Balut. Definitely blue.' Their relationship is very 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dina said, Metin, definitely. And I said, yeah, poor Metin. He wanted her attention from day one. Um... Uh, Ramsha said Baloo or Metin but high votes for Balu. even though I feel that Aisha would have initially paired him or her with Metin which I could see that just because he was showing interest but I also saw that there was in the later in the later episodes of Aisha in the teens Uh uh-huh she kind of had some moments between her and Osman so yeah um that's who that's who I think was that's who I think she was supposed to end up with was Osman yeah um, so Amelia wrote, I would love to see Duren and Metin. He did show some interest early on, but nothing came of it. They're both professionals and worked at Fikri Harika and fit well together. Huh. I was like, yeah, that's true. Um, and then on Instagram, uh, Giselle wrote, dare man forever. With heart <laughs> eye emojis. <laughs> so I posed a question. I said, do you don't, you don't think her saltiness would take over his sweetness? mm and she says, I think they would have balanced each other out. It's classic opposites attract and class differences trope, which is my total catnip. Um, she goes, but she definitely would have been the alpha in that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's my vote is Balut. Because, yeah. Because of the. Because he challenges her. Yes, he does. And he does not put up with her. Correct. Exactly. And she needs a strong man like that. And mm-hmm. he has a similar background as her which we'll talk about in this episode, mm-hmm. as far as being um professional like a professional, a very competitive guy. Yeah. And he made the distinct choice to step away from that, which I think would be a good balance for Duran. Yeah. So, um I I like her and Balut. I like the dynamic between the two of them. I do too. Um yeah, you're right. Because he basically is like, okay, I'm not here for that crazy. Calm down. Yeah. And I'm gonna walk away until you can chill. Yep. Um, which is good for her. Yeah. And and they both give as good as they get. That's so true. it's like Yeah, I, he doesn't back down just because she's being sassy or right. because she's being overbearing or threatening even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and yeah, she's not so used to that. I like I really like the give and take between their two characters and the banter. And yeah. Yeah. I really like I think that you're right. Um as oh. much as I love my Osman, yes. I don't know that I think he would be right for Duran. Yeah. Um Anika on Instagram said, at first I used to think it was Osman, but I feel as though the chemistry between Balut and Duran was a lot more vibrant and mm-hmm. fun to see. So I think she should have ended up with him. So she kind of echoes what you're saying. Yeah. Um Sandira said, Balut was the one for her and the one I would have loved to see. And then, oh, Liel on Instagram. Okay, so maybe I was wrong about that being her on Twitter, sorry, <laughs> um, because she said on Instagram an unpopular opinion. I believe that Doren is a strong woman who needs no man. So if I could choose one, I wouldn't. Hmm. And I was like, I like that take because yeah. honestly, it's true. Well, and she, yeah, she's very strong. She so, doesn't need a man. Yeah. So I said, you know what, that is a, that's a good answer. Uh, so yeah. So most of you guys basically said Balut, and honestly, I do think that's where it's it. Aisha has it headed. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Especially after this episode. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm just realizing, basically, this is all of these episodes in the 40s, weirdly enough, as is- much as i love them this is only my second time watching most of them oh me too i don't even know that i watched this one with subs yeah i'm i might not excuse me i might not have either yeah it's those times are foggy because it's like at that point we were already doing the podcast Mm -hmm. so we were watching the live new episode every week yeah an older episode recording about it So I think there's probably a lot of these ones that we didn't watch with subs just because we didn't have the time. Right. Yeah. (laughs) We just did not have the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it was kind of fun. And I didn't realize this one ended the way that it did. I was trying to remember when I started I had a feeling because I was like, this is coming. Mm -hmm. And is it this episode? And I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. And then I was like, okay, this is it. Yeah. So anyways, but we'll get there. So um, let me go through the summary and the hashtag and then we'll cover all the lame Mahale type stuff. And then we'll talk about all the good stuff. Yes. <laughs> so, hashtag this week is chok ozlem ishim, which means I missed a lot. And the summary is a new era begins for John M. As they are stuck on his boat together, Sonem realizes that she doesn't actually care where they're headed as long as she's with John. But she won't tell him that. John, for the first time in over a year, finally has the opportunity to pour his heart out to Sonem and be honest. Meanwhile, Yidia has gone off the deep end and is basically willing to do anything that keeps him near M, even if it means causing chaos within the agency, ruining her cream brand, and getting uh, all the employees arrested. <laughs> uh, but their help comes from an unexpected source, and we actually learn a little more about one of our side characters. Mm. In the Mahale, M is still lame, and Emery continues the job search. Yeah. <laughs> that was my own little... <laughs> yeah thing so speaking of lame what happens with them this episode ashley nothing <laughs> a whole lot of wasted time yes he basically is Emery still searching for a job he eventually goes to this interview where he is told for the umpteenth time he's overqualified and would have to answer to people under him so thanks but no thanks yeah it's at a car dealership and he realizes hey i'm interested or he's at a car dealership selling his car for yes. money And basically realizes, hey, I'd be good at this because I have an interest in cars. Basically tells the manager, please let me have this job. I'd be very good at it. I know I'm overqualified. I don't care about that. I just want to have a job. Yeah. So they basically decide to take a chance on him. Yeah. And he finally gets a job. It's basically everybody telling – this whole thing, this whole storyline is just a continuation of Emory needing a job and Mm -hmm. people telling him, you're overqualified for this job. Therefore, I can't give you this job, Mm -hmm. which makes no sense to me. And Emery basically ends up being like, I really need this job. Mm-hmm. Please, for the love of God, give me a job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the weird, the rando Layla singing. Oh my And I gosh. was like, oh, here it comes. Yep. Because he's like, oh, out of left Layla. field, <laughs> Layla is singing. And don't get me wrong, it, her name is Osner. Is it Osner? Osner? Yeah. I, th- I think Osge? that's her name. Osner? I always miss, miss her and um, the girl from Dolanay up. Anyway, Anyways. the actress has yes. a beautiful voice. And I'm not complaining about that right. at all. Just to be clear, what I'm complaining about is what the heck. Yeah, because obviously <laughs> something's going to come of it because he walks in and is like, your voice is so beautiful. I didn't oh, know. He's la, like, oh, my gosh. So, I just can't handle it. Mm-hmm. and and <laughs> especially after your your youtube suggestion this oh week oh my gosh you guys <laughs> i log on to youtube and it's like it's recommended for you Layla and emre their story and i'm like it's what like, it's like this half hour compilation what? video whoever oh made God. that i mean props to you for taking the time to live through those moments yeah but and, why couldn't you and do to cut john them all together mm-hmm. i'm sure they did it yeah. for john M. <laughs> but I don't want to see that. Nope. God bless you if you want to see that. (laughs) But I don't. No. And I don't want it in my feed. No. Because I don't care about them. It's true. As much as they're going to look ooey gooey into each other's eyes and talk about how much they love each other, I could not care less. No, Throw them both off a cliff and continue with the show and I would be a happy camper. Yes. And we would not be, the show would not be any less wonderful without nope. the two of them on screen yep i agree someone on twitter replied <laughs> when you tweeted so that cool. and said it salty. probably showed up she's like because they probably were smart and use a bunch of john m hashtags oh, sure. and tags in it yeah and i was like that's probably why because it's clearly I'm just, not because of your interest in lay m content i'm just such a salty sally about <laughs> the two of them like i will forever be mad that they got married first <sighs> i know so anyway Ugh. That's basically all that there was with the two of them. There's also the reveal to Huma that they're trying to have a baby. And Huma, for whatever reason, doesn't think she's old enough to be a a grandmother. And has a panic attack. Yeah. Nobody cares. But nobody nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So, that's that. That is that, you guys. So. On to good things. On to the loveliness. Now, the first 40 minutes of this episode mm-hmm. they were on that boat together yes we i mean it's, it's constantly flashing back and forth but right we get some good they John get M. some time. good alone time mm-hmm. is what they get yep and i don't think we've had i don't think we've had this much alone time on screen for them since episode 21 when she winds up staying at his house because they get trapped in the elevator yes episode 19 just kidding Episode 19. Yeah. You would know better than me. <laughs> I forget everything. But – because, you know, it's so late that she winds up staying at his house. And the first, like, 35 minutes of that episode is all John M. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. So – It's beautiful. We're more than due. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Son M is kidnapped. hmm It was – these scenes were, were really funny. Son M yes. was – I mean – The classic – Or, or in- Demet was, yes. like – and she was on her game, man. Yes, she was. I was loving it. The she classic Insanemity was back. Oh, man. I was laughing so hard. John being so entertained by that Insanemity was back. Like, it was just so good. Yeah. It was so good. So we open back up with that. And she's like, she's like, where are you going? Where are you going? And he's like, you keep saying I left behind. So you're coming with me this time. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, at least tell me where we're going. And he says, wherever the wind takes us. <laughs> <laughs> Little punk. <laughs> oh man. So then she's just being crazy. And yes. she's standing up and screaming. <laughs> she's like just she's sh- yelling. SOS. <laughs> like all the- <laughs> Well, she's yelling at another boat first. Oh, she's oh, like, This sweet. man kidnapped me. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and she like threatens to jump off the boat, right? And like yeah. swim back to shore. Yeah. And John's just like John oh. calls her bluff. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then she yeah she calls denise from her phone yeah that's when she does and she's like she's like I, denise he kidnapped me i don't know where we are i don't know where we're going you need to come get me and john's like oh give me the phone i'll tell her where we're <laughs> oh <Sanem. laughs> we're you deserve <laughs> what happened next <laughs> so he takes a phone and he throws it <laughs> into the water <laughs> And then she goes to grab his phone, Uh and he throws that in the water, too. (laughs) And then she, like, loses it in the funniest way. I love her – the way she screams her name in that – his name in that scene. She's like, (laughs) Dad! She's just, like, out of control. It's – oh, it's Uh, so good, and the lightheartedness between them that we need. Yes. Because things have been pretty heavy. Right. Basically, since – the year has passed yes um and they honestly were even heavy before that because they were having a lot of issues right so this is the first time we get like good chunks of lightheartedness not just like a snippet here and snippet there yeah and it's good Mm -hmm. um because yeah i wrote boat trip forced proximity um yeah much needed between these two yes and I love that it's more of the fun and crazy that's back. Yes. So good. Yeah. Because it's just all these antics. She's trying to call SOS now on the walkie talkie. And then she like <laughs> yeah. pretends there actually is someone there like responding back to yeah. her. And John's just on like. On the radio. And yes. And he's just looking at her. He is just so um, entertained by her. Uh-huh. And she's like, you're literally a cave, a, a sea man. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, you made me this way. Yep. I love it. <laughs> And just the way he's watching her the whole time and looking at her, oh you can still see like how much he adores her. Yeah, so, M being threatening, being yes. quote threatening, uh-huh. is so funny to me. Uh-huh. I could watch it all day. Yes, like later on when the when the thugs come, yeah. <laughs> she's like, and, Don't and come they back get or I'll beat <laughs> you up. Yeah, she's like, I'll kill you <laughs> after they're long gone. <laughs> yeah get out of here i'll kill you <laughs> oh too funny oh, after they've gosh. already been beaten up by john well, exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly so uh, so yeah that, so that's all happening right now on the boat that's yes. the scene on the boat mm-hmm. meanwhile at the farm yes um, we find out Doren threw away all the creams that she stole back. Yes, that's right. Because, because she basically thought they had like a negative energy and aura about them. Yeah, they were. They made her mad. Yes. She was irritated by them, so she <laughs> tossed them in the trash. But then Balut's like, um, we actually have non-sketchy customers who place orders, and now we don't have any to send to them because yeah. Sun M's not here to make the cream, so we needed to use that cream we took back, and now yeah. we can't fulfill orders, and he's kind of scolding her. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just... We love that dynamic between the we two of them. We Do, and then we flip back to the boat. There's a lot of flip flopping this episode, you guys. That there's constant like we're here for two minutes, we're back on the boat for a few minutes, we're here for yeah, two yeah. It's minutes, a so. lot. Um. So yeah. So now I we're back. A hard on- time taking notes. Yeah. So I was like, what the heck? So now we're back on the boat. Um. I wrote Insanemity ensues. Yeah. Um. And oh, this is just when we already covered this. Just kidding. This is like when she calls Denise, and then he throws the phones and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So then it cuts to. Huma tries to call John. Yes. It's unavailable because it's in the water. <laughs> um, so then she calls yogurt and he's brooding badly. He is. I wrote Huma tries to call John. Can't get a hold of him. So then what does she do? She calls our ever souring yogurt. Yeah. Seriously. Oh. So he has apparently decided that the problem.
1: Is the farm life- and the company.
0: Is the farm and the company, and he's going to scatter the farm. Yeah, and a, then he has this evil you laugh. laugh I'm like, okay, apparently he and Huma have officially become villains in this episode. Yeah, well, and it's because like... they both have these, <laughs> 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 they're <laugh>. so maniacal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm like, what are what is this a cartoon? <laughs> like, it makes me think of that episode of Friends. Where Joey and Phoebe make this, like, <laughs> yeah. plan um, to try and get Rachel and Ross, yes. I think, back together. And, and they both have they their both evil laugh. They both have laughs. their evil laugh. And <laughs> Joey sounds more like Santa Claus. And he's like, yeah. whoa. Ho, ho. And Phoebe's like, it's not Santa's laugh. And then she's like, ha, 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 ha. And like just, That's what this oh, felt like. man. But evil. Yeah. So, yeah. So, now he's going to sabotage the farm. Because apparently, who cares if he also hurts Son M in the process? Just whatever keeps it close to, him, to keeps her close to him. He's like, you realize you're sabotaging her brand, her creams, that you know how much those mean to her yeah. because you spent the last year with her. Yeah. But who cares? I think when John pushed him over and he hit that rock, all of his common sense left him. I agree. I think you're whatever right. was left of his common sense flew right it out. Just whoop right out of his head. Yep because this is the stupidest plan ever yep <laughs> it's so dumb i agree like, what what are you even thinking uh-huh. this is how you're gonna win her back yep I-, I don't know i know he's dumb so we're at the farm it's hot they can't reach john m Muzo's actually like the voice of reason to chill everybody out yeah He's like, listen. Weren't we trying to get I know. them together? Muzo has taken such a turn. I you guys. know. Remember the old days when, <laughs> when we
1: when we all hated him. Muzo,
0: <laughs> and now he's like a really good friend to son yeah. M and he's the one calming everybody down. Yes, he's the one that's like, listen. Haven't we been working towards this? Like, yeah, they're together. So, like, our job is done. Yeah. chill. So funny. I love it. And then, of course, Yidiot shows up looking for Sonam and then is like, well, don't worry. I'll just plant myself here and stay put and wait for I'll her I'll just stare back. at you guys like a creep uh-huh. while you work. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Not like I have a publishing house to run or anything. Well, yeah. Well, he doesn't, though. He does Because, doesn't. remember, there's the, no other books nope, that the P.I. told John last week, like, yeah, yeah this dude is only stinking working with Sonam. He hasn't even taken on any Such clients. a like, ugh. Anyway, his name should just be Red Flag. Yes, that is true. Uh, um, so. so back
1: um, to the boat.
0: Yes. Sonam's just babbling. Yeah, she's like, she's like, you keep your eyes on me. You watch out. I'll jump out of this boat. And what does he do? He just sits there <laughs> calmly and he winks and blows and, her a kiss. Uh, just like that episode. Like when he comes to the Mahale. When he comes Mahale. to the Mahale, uh-huh. When she's, quote, supposedly going to quit. And yes. she and Ihan are running the Bacal. Uh-huh. And he's just standing there in the window as she's cleaning. And, and she keeps, like, spraying the cleaner. Face. And he does his little kissy face. <laughs> and drinks that soda. This is so reminiscent and of that. She, and she's all, "Ah, impudent!" Yeah, <laughs> he's making kisses at me. She's all mad. Sure, yeah, m- sure quote, you're mad. Quote mad. <laughs> oh my gosh, it cracks me up. I was yeah. like, I just love it because he, as we all know, loves her crazy. Yep, and it's just too good. Yeah. Um. Then we're back with stupid idiot, and he's flashing back to, um. When they were, like, working on the creams and... Yes. Basically, he's it's showing that he's coming up with some stupid evil plan to, what, burn down the rest of the farm? Because the little hut wasn't enough. Probably. Um, We know he's an arsonist. That's true. So, there's not enough cream and now these crazies are planning to make more for themselves. So, Yeet's, like... Yeah, so, Balut is, like, mad. Um. Oh, what were you going to say about Yeet? Oh, just, like, he... Because I think at this point... He has like come to a decision. And I. Well, because they start talking about Jaren. Yes. And he's like, oh, who's Jaren? Right. And Muzo tells him. And that's when he gets his idea. Yes. So clearly he's going to go help this person out. Right. But before that, I want to talk about (laughs) the full body eye travel that Mr. Balut, Uh Balut Uh Bay, gives to Darren as she's like, on one, she's all ticked off, <laughs> yep. and she's like, I've got the answers, here's what we're gonna do. And you know, she's right, we have Duran the... in charge, yes, in all capitals. And he's like looking at her, and mm-hmm. his eyes drift all the way down her mm-hmm. body. <laughs> and I think it works for him, yep. I think that, uh, an in charge Duran, um. Yeah, hits the buttons yep. for Balut Bay. So, I think you're right. Yeah, I just wanted to bring some attention yes. to that because I didn't notice that. And then I'm watching it, and I was like, Oh, oh well, look at you. Oh. <laughs> so all that's happening. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get together the ingredients and make cream themselves. Which come on, we yeah, already know how bad that's idea, gonna go, guys. Come on. But we're back on the boat, and John basically is like hey can you look at me because she's kind of like being sassy and like not looking at him like turning her head and he and she's like well what do you want to talk about and he's like actually i just want to be able to look at each other and talk no matter how ridiculous the subject matter is and he says say so he tells her and she's like well what's that then he's like just tell me the first thing that crosses your mind and before she can think better of it she spews out You grew your hair out and the bird piece looks good on you. And then she's like, (gasps) like wide eyed, like, I just let that out of my mouth that I think he looks good. And he laughs and he's like, okay, hang on. And he darts away downstairs for a minute Mm -hmm. and he comes back and the Disney music plays. Yes. And he has one of those albatross hair pieces for her. Yes. And it actually has like meaning with it. Yeah. And he tells her. Lock a memory you can't forget in this and put it in your hair so it can always be with you. Mm. And I really, really love the sentiment of this. And I really, really hate the way that it looks. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. My husband. Maybe it's an unpopular opinion. I doubt You guys it. tell me what you think. And I'm sorry. I hope that's not offensive. Because like I said, I absolutely love the meaning behind it. Yes. I love the sentiment. And it's a great excuse for them to have this little moment together because mm-hmm. he puts it in her hair. Yes, he does. And he gathers it all nicely, and because she's like, "How do I do it?" Yeah, now <laughs> she's pulling a him like he can't wash his burned arm a couple yeah. of episodes ago, and now he she can't, can't put the bandage on she his own arm she and she can't put like, a hairpiece. How her do hair. I do it? Well, <laughs> she, ma- she manages to tie her hair up in all those bandanas. Yeah, and all stuff. those fancy little scarf uh, bun. But things. she can't snap a. A clip in her No, hair. she needs help. Uh-huh. Help me. Help me. <laughs> so he puts it in. Um and um yeah, so if you guys remember back in episode 40 or 41, when my husband walked in while I was finishing the episode and he's like, What's in that guy's hair, gum? And I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> but so he holds the same sentiment about that hair piece <laughs> that you do. It's just it's just a little odd to me. Yeah. But, I mean... But, clearly... Okay, a, at least there's... Now we know why he's been wearing it, though. Exactly. So, clearly, yes. it, he locked a memory in it, and he's yep. been wearing it to keep it close to him. Yeah. So, now we understand it. Yes. Why there's just this leather strap in his hair. Yeah. And the fact that it has meaning, I'm like, all right, I'm down with that. Yes. Yeah. I'm here for it. Keep it in your hair as long as you want, John Bay. Yes. So, um, now he tries to get her to admit why she stormed his boat, cause he's like, listen came on here all hot and bothered saying, John Divot, you're not going anywhere and uh-huh. all this stuff. But He's like, what were you going to tell me? Uh-huh. What is it you're going to tell me? And, of course, now she's all gun shy and she's like, I'm hungry, which is all- probably not a lie because it's Sunem, Right. And she's with John. And she's with John. And we so. all know how much he loves to make sure she's fed. Yes. we And we've got a cause-effect relationship here. Yes. When Sunem is with John, she gets hungry. Uh-huh. So she's deflecting with that. Like I'm hungry, is there no food here? And he's like, "Well, no. Like there's not food on the boat, but we can fish." Like mm-hmm. and you can help me. And she's like like catch fish. Like, "Uh, okay." And it's yeah, kind of this funny yeah. So um we cut to a weird I think it's supposed to be funny. Huma cleaning very badly. Yeah. And it's only like a 30 second clip with no content. Like th- This happens a couple times yeah. this episode. Like they're just trying to kill time or something yeah. and fill the episode. So we get weird clips of Huma. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it cuts to Yeet going to see Jaren in the store, but her husband is there instead because... Apparently, she's had mental health problems ever since they got robbed. Because she's so upset. So, Jamal, her husband, is yeah. like, I'm here running it. And yeah. Yeah. So, so they're going to work together. Yep. And that kind of establishes that. Yeah. So, they become the worst kind of or talks. Yes. Or talk lore. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, we're back on the boat and Son M sees her book. Yeah. Laying there. So, she knows he's been reading it Mm -hmm. and she although she knew before she did know before because while she was faking faking sleep, (laughs) and he recited a bunch of it to her yeah and explained why it was taking him so long that's right that's right so i think it was just nice for her to see um a visual confirmation because she picks it up and then she's like rascal and (laughs) and then Then john is like fishing it's time to fish because there's no food yeah
1: Again, so then, lots of
0: hopping around. Yeah. So then we pan over to the cream making at the farm, and it's going horrifically. Yeah. Color me shocked. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Duren and Baloo are still fighting. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They fight this whole episode. <laughs> These two. Hey, there's a lot of tension there. Yeah. And then we're back to the boat, and we have this goofy fishing montage set to the theme song. Yes. And it's, he's trying to teach her how to fish, and... Yeah. Put the bait on the line. Like, it's just a very, it's just very cute. Yeah. It's cute and funny and it's, we love it. Yeah. Um, Back on the farm, Denise, of all people, is finally the one who actually gets the cream recipe right. Yes. And the consistency and everything. Uh-huh. And, but right then, the cops show up. The fuzz. <laughs> yeah. They show up. The cops show up. Because and they arrest them all. They arrest all of them. Because they're illegal cream makers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and craziness like, there has been a complaint against you yeah i love that in turk that all is, you have to do is, is a complaint. A file, file a complaint against someone and their the are will show up immediately and they're like there's been a complaint against you you <laughs> must come with us so <laughs> turkish listeners or yeah turk, is, turk knowledgeable really listeners the way that is that is? really how it goes like do you file a complaint the cops show up and say hey you need to come down to uh, the station yeah because i don't think any of them were like put in handcuffs were they they're just like get in the car i don't i don't remember i think it's just like you have to come with us so it's not like they were detained in the sense like they're handcuffed and, and that's the way in. it is in like joseph gazelle uh-huh when there's complaints when they're all caught co- they're constantly yep. making complaints against yes. each other and they basically go to the station and they give um, a test give a, give a testimony. testimony yeah yeah and then they i don't know if they just decide from that and yeah it's, like, it's so, like the police chief is the one who gets to decide he's right. kind of the judge like but that's pretty consistent That's yes. easy so is that just a consistent thing for shows because that's convenient to do right. in film or is that actually how it works yeah like someone just complains and then the cops are like hey you got to come down to the station and right. basically refute this complaint right so yeah let and us know. i mean maybe maybe complaint is just the closest thing rather that they're translating it rather than saying like someone filed charges against right. you maybe that's why it yeah. seems less serious uh-huh. because of the translated word right because it just always shows up as a complaint it always does almost every translation it always yeah. does <laughs> They're not like, someone's filed charges against you. Whereas in, you know, an American, we would understand that terminology a lot better. Than just someone complained. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, let us know because it's very entertaining. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, it's crazy. The media shows up and is like, there's illegal cream making Uh, happening on this farm. Once again, the police have busted an illegal cream factory. it's like really funny. (laughs) I mean, it's not because it's petty and right. stupid that Yeet's doing this but yeah. it's a funny scene. Yeah. So, and then balu um like walks away. Yeah. walks off as they're he all bails. getting arrested and Dorem loses it on She's him. A She's a like you coward! coward and all this yeah. stuff. And yeah. And then Yeet just watches happily from afar because he's a creep. Yeah. So then <laughs> back on the boat, Sanem hooks a fish or five. Like, how did you do that with one piece of bait? Well, TV, <laughs> but anyways, she hooks like five fish. But so, it's cute. She's all she's all proud. She's, she's all. Can like, you explain this? <laughs> and he's like, and he basically is like, I can't. So you know what? You clearly are going to catch a lot of fish. I'm going to start cooking them. Uh-huh. So he, she goes to throw the line back in, and he's like, um, you forgot the bait this time. And she's like, oh, I was testing you. <laughs> and it's cute, so funny. So then, um, we get. Babe, walk music, and it's time to eat. They sit down at the table. Yes, and some intense staring happens, and then they finally sit down and actually start eating together, and a good conversation is had. Um, they sit down, they start to eat the fish, and let me pull up the screenshots from this. Um, and so Son M starts, and she basically tells him, like, "Wow, this boat is very tranquil." Yes. And she goes, she's kind of like, I understand why you, why you love, love it. it. Mm-hmm. And he's looking right at her and he says, yes, I love it a lot. Yep. And I don't think he's talking about the boat. No way. And he says, at first I tried to understand it and figure it out. But and then I conquered it. Mm-hmm. But then I struggled and I fought and nothing worked. So then I just surrendered myself completely to it. And it's like, okay, you're clearly not talking just about the boat. Yep. Um, another another lovely. Aisha classic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Speaking in metaphors. Yes. And kind of the double meaning. Yes. Love it. So then he moves on and says, so what countries did you visit for your book tour? And she says, none. He goes, for your book? And she says, yeah, none. And he says, None. He goes, but it was translated to a bunch of different languages. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they must have invited you. And she says, they did. And he says, why didn't you go? And she says, because you, you made me a promise that we would travel the world. Yeah. And the book was about you, about you and me. She goes, I didn't go because I thought maybe one day that you would go with me. But I'll go. I'll go. (laughs) She's kind of trying to make a little bit light of it. Like, but I'll definitely go abroad one day. Yeah. And he's and he is like humbled, yeah, and I think a little shocked, yeah. I think she just broke his heart a little bit, yeah, by saying that. And yeah. he says, So softly and sweetly, he says, Son, I didn't think about anything other than you for a year, and then I think it's just too much for her, mm-hmm. and she says. Um, can you drop me on land already? Like, okay, this is getting yeah. too intense for her. She yeah. doesn't want to dive in this deep. It got too serious. Everything was all fun and games until they started actually talking about their feelings. Yes. And they're both drinking tea. Are and they already? Yes. I thought... Because there's it, that whole scene later. See, okay. It got... Did, did you watch on Turk Flick or did you watch elsewhere? Elsewhere. Okay. Because I that got cut. I don't know why <gasps> it's not... In my Turk Flick one, but right. all of a sudden, when the next time it pans oh, to them, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The next time it pans to them, they're just drinking tea. <gasps> there is not, and I remembered because like, there is a scene because she comes out with yes, it, and they talk about how they hadn't neither and, of them have had it for a year, and, right? Yep, she puts it in front of them, and they both take a drink at the same time. And he goes, "Oh, I missed this mm. again." Double speak. Yeah, he's talking, not talking about the chai, right? Because he says, "I missed this a lot," and she says, "Me too." And then she tells him about going to Kayseri to a Monty place and they didn't have Monty. And they actually didn't have Monty. (laughs) And she was like, so that's crazy. So I got there. That part of that scene was there, but it's just basically them sipping the tea. And then she tells him about the Monty place. Like, so there was like this little portion. I was like, I swear when I watched this live, there was this whole discussion about how like, yeah, because that's a it, monumental cause scene. Because it's a huge moment that they're yeah. both sitting down to drink tea. It's not wow. just like, oh, I came here with tea. It's like there's this whole thing of, like, should we have tea? And, like, I haven't had tea in a long time. And Did it cut to um, when Mefkabe and Huma go to the farm, too?
1: And then did, Yes, it
0: did cut to that because Mirabar cause, and Aziz end up having to go to the police station. Because everything you just quoted, it, my mine was – it had that scene, them talking, and then she's, like, uncomfortable and is, right. like, can you drop me off at the coast? Then it cuts to – Mev Cabane, Huma going to the farm. Then they see Aziz and Miribon getting into the police car. Huma thinks it's hilarious and takes pictures. Yes. And then it's Mm -hmm. like the chai moment. Yes. So it cuts to this, but they're just like already sipping it and then talking about the Monty place. And I'm like, okay, I swear something is missing. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. So there was actual like acknowledgement of like, hey, neither one of us have had tea in over a year. Right. And now we're going to together for the first time. Yeah. Wow because that right it's a huge deal you guys like the chai represents so much more than just chai to them yeah so wow yeah so i did like i did like though that yeah after she says like yes this is where it starts for me she says, maybe I've never gone abroad, but I can say that I went everywhere in Turkey thanks to this book. Mm-hmm. I even went to Kayseri. Uh-huh. And then tells a story about how she was so hungry and went to the pasta place or ravioli place. And then yeah. they actually were out of ravioli. And she was like, what the heck? You're a pop- you're a ravioli place. How do you not have ravioli? <laughs> yeah. And they went and got it from another restaurant for her and all that. And it was very cute and funny. Yeah. Because obviously it was a nod and a callback to episode their- five? five, their little fake story. Yes. And John's super entertained by it. He's, like, laughing, like, seriously? Like, there was no Monty? And yeah. it's very cute because he's just smiling at her the whole time. And, uh-huh. Uh, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah. So, I was like, there's a chunk of this conversation that's Man, missing. Man, that sucks. That's yeah. such a big portion of their story, yes. too. The fact that they stopped both stopped drinking chai and then when they both started again, it was together. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow so that's crazy um then some tall drink of water Balut lawyer babe walk baby Mm -hmm. he is all cleaned up and the boy's got documents and he's finally wearing fitted clothes Uh like aladdin-esque pants and yeah he went from balut the builder to balut the babe Uh uh-huh amen so I love it because he whips out all this paperwork that's proof that Sunem's been making the cream forever. And yep. They have their customers and the invoices. Yeah. And basically, the police chief is like, "Well, Jamal, it looks like your complaint doesn't really have a leg to stand on. Because so. do you have any documentation? And he doesn't. And he of doesn't. Of course, so yeah. goodbye. So Balu is like, "Yes, I'm gonna go get my clients now. Yeah. And it's great. Then we're back to the boat, and uh-huh. there's longing looks and these yep. little smiles, hardcore gazing, hardcore chai gazing. drinking, and, we, and have oh, like, we have a real moment. Gosh, we have a real. Do you have screenshots of that? I have it pretty much written down, okay. and then some screenshots because this is a big deal. They're yeah, they're both about to acknowledge some truths, right? Well, and Sanem apologizes. Yes, let me make sure I have um. I think she says, before we dock or before you drop me off, I have to confess something to you. Yeah. Here we go. So, um... I don't know where my... Oh, here we go. Okay. Sorry. She basically apologizes. Mm -hmm. And she says that coming on the boat has um helped her understand his freedom and why he wanted it so badly. Mm -hmm. And she realizes that she tried to change him because she was scared that he would leave. And that was really the root of all of it. And she says, you left because you needed to, and you'll leave again because that's you. And John. So she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I tried to change you. And son. Sorry. John kind of just takes all this in. Mm -hmm. And he says, son, I had trouble settling down my whole life. Nowhere or nothing was per- ever permanent for me. My dad, my mom, Emre, home, school. I never had a person or a place all for myself. Mm-hmm. I could only get away from my... I could only run away from my prob Sorry. I could only get away from my problems by running away from them. Yeah. And that was the only way that I knew. Only you. I only ever believed in you, son M. Mm-hmm. I liked your part that believed in others That pure heart of yours and your endless love for everyone and everything. Mm -hmm. But I tried to turn you into someone like me. I tried to make you insecure like me. And I apologize so, so much. I'm so sorry for forcing you to change. were We're so different for each other. We're so different from each other. Excuse me. Maybe that's why it didn't work out. Maybe. And then that's kind of all that he says. Yeah. So, they're both really admitting some hard things about themselves. Right. Like, the fact that he kind of realizes that he was just insecure. Right. And she admits the same thing, that she was afraid he would leave, and that's insecurity. Right. And it really delves into the trust issues that they had from the beginning. Right. Because she was lying to him from the start. She didn't trust that he would stick around. and. There's all the, you know, he's trying to change her, make her Mm -hmm. into more an adventurer like him because he doesn't ever stay in one place for very long. Yeah. So they were both trying to change each other and we finally have a moment where they're letting it all out and admitting all of these really difficult things to each other. Yeah. So it's like this huge, heavy burden between the two of them has just been lifted. Yeah. And I love it because after that, he says to her, the only thing I want from you is that you know that your journal and she interrupts Mm. him and says i already know you didn't Mm -hmm. burn it and he says how do you know and she says i understood it when you ran into the burning cottage and she goes and i tried to make myself believe for a year but after that i was sure yeah i'm very sure that you didn't burn the journal yep and then she says, "Can you drop me off at land already?" Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, "Your road is probably a long way." Basically, she's like, "I know this is coming to an end because you're leaving." So she's like, yeah. "Just drop me off somewhere so you can go on your adventure." Yeah. Um. But so I love that before. I love that she made sure before because as far as she knows, still he's leaving. He's gone. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He hasn't told her otherwise. <laughs> no. So I love that she makes sure that he knows that she does believe him without hard proof or anything like that she just knows in her heart that he didn't do this yeah so two major burdens have now been lifted yeah and it's good yeah it's good very good so then um fast-talking mirabon shows up at the station Uh all crazy and screaming and yelling and being a little psycho yeah like lets the chief have it and he's like it's clear he's afraid of her yeah and he's like begging for her forgiveness because it was a misunderstanding, yes. all this stuff. Balut shows up and basically is like, "Listen, I'll explain." Because they're like, "Wait, what the heck? Why are you all dressed up?" And he's like, yeah. "I'll explain. I took care of it." Uh huh. Um. So that's about to that little problem's about to have a neat little tied up conclusion. Yes. Um. Then the boat docks. Yes. And as far as Sunam knows, she's just being dropped off. Yep. And then we get the big reveal because they get off the boat. Yep. And there's a man waiting for John. They shake hands. Mm-hmm. And basically this guy hands him an envelope with a check in it. And it's like, the check for the whole amount is there. Uh-huh. And Are you sure about this? Are I'm you sure? I'm going to ask you one more time. Yep. And he says, I am. You're mm-hmm. the one that taught me to sail. Like, I know you'll take good care of her. Mm-hmm. And son like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and-, and not only is it revealed that he's selling the boat, so mm-hmm. he's not leaving, mm-hmm. but – we also find out that he has forgiven Metin. Yes, that he was the first is, phone call he made. Yep, and everything is good between the two of them. Yes. Which so I'm... that was a wonderful little addition. I agree. So that was like a happy – and finally someone listened to us. Like we had been begging for that basically since everything went down. Yeah. And Osley never, ever, ever – Tried to fix that. And I love that was Aisha just was like. Swept under the rug. Yep. And I love yeah. that Aisha was like. I didn't forget about that guys. And we'll yep. make things right. Even if we can't have him back physically. I'll find a way to make it right. Yeah. So. Love that. He, he That he was the first person that he called to ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And offer forgiveness. And that they're good. Yep. So. um, Yeah. I love it. Because the dream music plays as she puts it all together. That he was never actually leaving. Yep. And as they're walking now. I'm assuming to like get a taxi or something to mm-hmm. head back to the farm. She, she has to ask, she's like, um, why are you here then? Like, yeah, why didn't you leave? She's all happy and smiley. Like he didn't leave uh-huh. but I have to know why. And I love it. Cause he looks at her and he's like, well, for my dad, of course, uh-huh. but the way he says it, <laughs> it's like, you know, mm-hmm, sure. Yeah. Dombe, that's why you're staying. Yep. And even she can tell because she's still is like, okay, good. perfect." Uh-huh. Like, and she's all happy. <laughs> yep and then we're flashing back to now the actual jail cells where all of our crazies are being held the gang is in prison Uh muzo is singing (laughs) jj is silent yeah it's super dramatic (laughs) and ridiculous so ridiculous and then enter our handsome lawyer man that's right who has everyone released but but duren Duren. he says oh that woman's not my client (laughs) leave her and she's like what are you crazy and he's like he basically tells her like well then ask for my help yeah he says i'll help you if you ask nicely mm-hmm. <laughs> i love it so much but he's like oh i love it i love it because Aww. she starts to be all like uh-uh and uh-huh he, but then when she realizes oh he's gonna walk away she's like wait 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 wait. shall like, please i'm begging you yes and he and then he just opens the door and she's like that was unlocked the whole time <laughs> It's cute so and good. hilarious. So funny. The snark between the two the of them is really, really good. Too good. Um, John gets them new phones. Yes. And it's just a funny little thing because she makes like a snarky comment. Like, yeah, I told them a like a caveman threw it or something yeah. like that. It's goofy. And then there's a little bit of some funny symbolism there because he's like, I got you a white phone and me a black phone. Uh-huh. Like and I was kind of like, oh, is that supposed to be like the moonstone? Like a probably back to the moonstone. And she's like, I won't ask you why uh-huh. did that. <laughs> so then they're outside the jail. Everyone's like yeah. relishing in their freedom after, you know, two whole hours of sitting in a cell. <laughs> yeah. Something's wrong with JJ. He can't talk. He's only making weird noises. Yeah. Um but Denise explains Balut's backstory. Yes. So he was like a hard working businessman mm-hmm. he was really ambitious he worked really hard and then basically one day he woke up and was like what am i doing with yeah. my life yep and he realized he didn't like the person he had become so he left it all and he dedicated his life to nature yes <laughs> <laughs> so um and we are happy for that because that yeah. brought him to us yep so duren learns a little bit more about yes him through denise yes so back on the farm jj's only speaking in clicks um <laughs> yeah. Duran and balut have Are a little just time fighting or yeah well yeah. no what were you gonna say they have no they just time. they have their time together but they're basically arguing because she like is, is she blaming him at this point like yeah. it's his irresponsibility yes. for why this happened and yeah. all this stuff and i'm yeah. like but you're the one who threw the creams away I so i know little teflon queen not it, wanting anything to stick to you yeah um and then John M comes back. Yes, John M shows back up. Mirhaban and Aziz are back uh-huh. home. He's calming her down. Mm-hmm. And then Baloo basically explains everything that went down while they were on the boat. Right. And yeah, because um, they have no idea no, that all of this has gone no, on because their phones were in the ocean. Yeah, as were they. Uh huh. So um, then I put our least favorite unhinged expired dairy product has the crazy eyes now. He does because we float over to him props to him for the acting because he looks legitimately scary yeah he does he looks crazy he's like like (laughs) so like (laughs) laughing to himself he's all proud and he calls son m Uh oh my gosh oh it's (laughs) it's so creepy it's so (laughs) creepy but then we flash back over to the farm and john basically promises son m like listen Because Sundem's upset. She's, like, realizing someone basically is trying to copyright my creation that I have just shared out of my heart. Yeah, she's, like, I poured my heart into these creams. Right. They're They're going to take it away from me. Right. And John's, like, do you trust me? And I would like to point out that this is an Isha written episode, as we know. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, again, could be reading into it, but I'm going to say I'm not. I feel like this was another way of her saying, Yeah, I never would have had Son M sign her creams over to Fabri. That oh, would not have been a storyline because interesting. Because she's saying, These are my creams. No one's gonna take them from me. I'm yeah. not handing them over to anyone. Hmm. So it makes me feel Very like that was maybe a little bit of confirmation, like, yeah, I would not have had her just hand them hand them over like that because they mean that much to her too. Right. So, anyways, that's just my two cents there. Aisha, if you're listening, you could confirm this for us. That's true. Um, Uh, We're still forever, always open for that interview. Yes, we are. (coughs) (coughs) Just to mention that again. Yes. Even if it's just via email. (laughs) I know. Anyways, like she, she doesn't listen to this. I know. (laughs) But hey, you never know. We caught her attention, so maybe she's like, "All right, what are these girls all about?" Maybe she's listened to a few episodes. Yeah. Maybe once she hears how much we constantly sing her praises, she'll change her mind. (laughs) <laughs> um, anyhow, so yeah, she's all upset and John's like John. john John, john. john Bay. John <laughs> promises on M, like, listen, I'm not gonna let anybody take this from you. Yep. I'll fix this. And then he asks her a very loaded question. Uh-huh. And he says, Do you trust me, son M? Yep. And she takes like half a second to consider that and says, Yes. Yep. She does. So another big moment. Yes. Because She's just acknowledged that she actually trusts him again, and he has acknowledged that he wants her to trust him. Yeah. So then he calls Metin, I assume, to take care he of does. Some stuff. He does. He calls okay. Metin. Yeah. So then Yidiot and Baloo are discussing the cream drama because he yeah. calls Baloo or Baloo no, calls, him. calls him and explains everything that happened. And Yid is mad, right? That, that Baloo got them all out of jail, and he's like, "Well, don't you remember? I'm a lawyer." And he says, "Yeah." You know this, whoever messes with Sanem messes with me. Yes, Balut. Oh, so We good. love big brother Balut. So good. hmm And Yeet, because he doesn't have any logic in his brain, mm-hmm. is upset about this. Right. Because his plan already has gone awry. Yeah. So, because he thought they'd be in jail for a while. Yeah. So he's all pissed, hangs up, and like bangs the steering wheel like a petulant child. Yeah. And then we flash over to all of our devit men having like a little family meeting and a heart to heart. Yeah, and finally admitting stuff like that he was lying about having a job this whole time. They acknowledge, you know, he acknowledges his part he played in like the company downfall. As does John. Yeah, and basically Aziz is like, "Listen, guys, that's not what matters." Um. Yeah, but he oh, but he tells Emre, he does don't tell Emre. ever do anything like that ever yes, again. Don't He's ever lie to me again. No, you're right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it turns into like this heart to heart, like right. we need to be honest with each other. Didn't I tell you guys all about the three musketeers? Mm-hmm. You know, one for you, one and one for all. Right. Yeah. So basically, like that's what we need to be. So then we flash over to baking time with M, Denise, and Layla. Yeah, so it's kind of like a sibling parallel scene Yes, because then it's John and Emery together and they're chatting. Right. So the girls are talking about things and then – so we have son saying stuff and then John saying stuff yes. and they're very parallel to each other. Yes. Like she's like, oh, yeah, she, he didn't actually kidnap me and he's like, yeah, I kidnapped her. Like she got on that boat and I like took advantage of that and like took off. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Because then, you know, he's like, she's so sensitive. And he's like, she's like, he's so strong. Uh-huh. Like, it's just very cute. She didn't forget about me. Yeah. He thought about me the whole time. Uh-huh. Like, it's it's very good. We love it. Um. Then we flash over to less happy things because Jamal gets a visit from Mirhaban and Aziz. Yeah. And she lets him have it. Uh-huh. Who the heck do you think you are? You're a thief, you're a liar, you're a crook. Yeah. And he's trying to play the victim like you guys stole from me and you were letting that happen on your land and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um. And then he and Yeet also have their evil planning pow wow after that. Mm-hmm. And whatever, we hate them. And they they had this they had to plan because Yeet says the only way to stop them is to scare them. Yeah. So basically. So like, again, need, like yeah. yikes, bro. Uh-huh. What do you have planned? Dude is crazy. Yeah. Crazy is not even a strong enough word. I feel yeah. like that's insulting to people who actually are crazy. Like, he's a psycho. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Um, so then um, we flash over to John. He's reading the book now. Yes. Um. Do you have those? I do. Because it's nighttime. He's obviously now picking up where he left off and reading yet another portion that he's going to commit to memory. Yep. And... Again, we've got very parallel things happening in the story and in our current storyline. Yes. So, um, oh, I must have missed the first. Oh, no. Here we go. Just kidding. <laughs> the birds slowly fly through the Bollock Valley. Mm-hmm. They were more passionate as they were passing other valleys. This time, it's deeper, more intense. They have a more special reason while while they're flying. The Bollock Valley made them two souls in one body and two bodies in one soul. No matter where they go now, they know that they'll remain together. No conditions, barricades, or reasons can stand between them. Two souls that were connected to each other with invisible silk threads, they're holding on to each other stronger than steel. For those birds who fly over the Bollock Valley test, the concept of time and place got lost. From that moment on, they live for the moment one or thousands of moments that they could be together. Hmm. And then we watch as John walks down and he heads back to his dad's house and there's a little package on the doorstep mm-hmm. and he opens the note and the note says, it's not as big as a boat, but I hope it will comfort you. Yeah. And it's a, and we had just seen Sanem folding some little origami and it's a little origami boat mm-hmm. that she folded for him and gives it to him as a little gift yeah which i loved that it was yeah. like such a tiny gesture but it wasn't right it's it's one of those things it's the kind of gift that only someone who really knows you well could give right. to you mm-hmm. because they would know yep the meaning yes and yeah absolutely it was very good i yeah i loved that whole scene especially because as he's reading it's flashing between him and her mm-hmm. like yeah i loved it um, so then the next day, Sun M's watering her garden, and John does, like, a sneak attack on her. He's, like, clearly been out running because he's in, like, workout clothes. Yeah. But he, like, grabs her waist, and, like, uh-huh. it it felt very, like, John and Demet. Like, yes. maybe he really did startle her, and maybe that wasn't part of the scene. Oh, that's funny. Because I just thought, I mean, granted, they're great actors, so she clearly could act surprised, and I could think it was real. Because... Yeah, it was funny. It was kind of a throwaway scene. Yeah, like, I which is why I wonder, really... like, was this something... Ad, like they just did this for fun ad lib because yeah. it didn't really nothing happened no other than like it was just cute and he grabbed her and was like oh i was just out running and like i couldn't stop and i like ran into you Oops. yeah like, <laughs> yeah it was just really cute um and this is the other thing i don't really understand um they start so they go to walk they walk off together because she's done watering Mm-hmm. whatever and then muzo calls and muzo calls and says like something's going on Right? Mirabon is basically interrogating them. Yeah. yeah. And I was kind of like is she like lecturing them? Like she's the one that was just defending them saying nothing bad was happening on her land, but now she's like lecturing them about were so, they doing something bad on her land? Like so basically what I got from my translations was she is scolding them and she's kind of like Listen, I've lived here 20 years. I've never had an ounce of trouble on my land. Oh, okay. What did I t- how, how have I treated you with with this farm? What did I always tell you? Did did I tell you you could use it as your own and they're like, "Yes." Mm-hmm. They're it, it see it feels a lot like a like a kind of child scolding to me. Okay. Because she's like, "Did what did, you know, did I say you could treat it as your own? And they're like, yes. And this is especially Denise mm-hmm. because obviously she's been there with Sun M from the beginning. The longest. At, as far as being at the farm. Okay. Duren basically starts to say something about rent. Like, oh, but they pay, you know, what did they pay for the, this place? I, There's a contract. There's a contract. Yeah. And Denise is like, no, she lets us stay here for free. And the only exchange is that we work the, land. the land. We mm-hmm. tend to the farm because it's too big. Because Mirabon says something about like, yeah, didn't I say that this land is too much for me? And all that I ask of you is to tend to the farm and to sell things at the market. So they live there rent free. Okay. And when Doren realizes that, she's like ah, you guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Oh, like, okay. like, basically, like, well, no wonder she's upset. Yeah. You guys are freeloading on her property, okay. and then you get her into all this trouble. Okay, that makes sense. I feel like my translations were much more muddled down than that. Okay. So it's kind of like, it just took, it, the way it appeared to me, right. the way it was translated was like, okay, you're yelling at them for this, but, like, how, they don't have control over what that shop owner's doing. Like, right. So I felt like she was, like, blaming them. Right. Which I guess part of her, she was or at least questioned them about it but it felt yeah. more just like you brought all this trouble to my land and blah blah, blah. and i'm like but right. they're not like they're being set up like call- yeah but, okay and that it, makes it felt sense very now. motherly to me of okay. like here's your scolding okay now everybody get into a circle because we're all Cause- a team and i still love you okay, okay. <laughs> okay. it was kind of like like okay everybody come on over because son m comes and she's like what's going on and but it's solved like, at that point. Because they're all about exactly. Like, okay, that I got. Because Mirabon's basically like, listen, we're all on the same mm-hmm. team. Let's have, which, what did she say? She said, um, we're going to have an oath of allegiance. Okay. Um, and so they all, you know, put their hands in the circle. Yeah, like go team kind of a thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I I wrote, that's no innocent hand. No, it's be- not. <laughs> because Sunem puts her hand in. And, and John, John- And <laughs> John- done he doesn't just put his hand nope. on her hand. he slides his Aww. hand over her that way he can cover maximum contact for maximum surface <laughs> coverage. So good, okay, so that's a lot more context, yeah, you. yeah, I yeah. she basically is like i have a good reputation in this community right and i want to keep it you that guys way. are screwing up my reputation yeah stop it naughty children yes okay but we're all a team and i love you still okay so, yeah i'm down with that yeah um yeah it's funny because i love flick and honestly i'll probably continue with them yeah but their translations for ek aren't as great as i was expecting uh-huh And it's funny because I've watched a couple of other shows on it. Like, D.E.K. has really good translations on it. So, I don't know. Maybe the stuff that they were kind of backloading, maybe Mm -hmm. they kind of sped through it. Yeah. And the translations aren't as good. Aren't as good. Yeah. As the current stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're still better than, like, the ones that were on YouTube before and stuff. Oh, for sure. But, yeah. So, there's stuff, stuff though, that I'm like, I feel like you're paraphrasing a lot of this and I'm missing stuff. Right. Right. Um, Because, yeah, that Mirabon scene made way more sense the way you explained it. Okay. (laughs) So, um, now we're trying to get JJ to talk. He's at the dock. It's just crazy, or I don't know if they're at the dock yet. But yeah, basically they are. they're all just being crazy trying to get JJ to talk. Like yeah. Denise and Muzo kind of share a bit of a moment. Yeah. But he's like I, I honestly thought he was gonna let her fall. So did I. <laughs> so did I. And then he makes a joke about Denise being because in the denise yes because like, denise means sea so he's yeah. like that would have been funny if the sea fell into the sea like and she's like oh yeah great super <laughs> so then we have more cream drama discussion but sonem's kind of busy being distracted by john's presence like yeah <laughs> she's and just kind of looking at him and smiling. they basically all kind of decide they're all going to help her right to make the creams that they've got to send over to this potential client right um So So she's going to teach them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's a little cute montage. Yes. And Sanem is all happy because they're really getting the work done. Yes. They're understanding, they're grasping it, and they're Uh actually making it correct. And (laughs) she kind of loses... Control of herself and hugs John. Uh huh. When they finish, because she's like, we did it. And she yeah. hugs him. And I'm like, oh, even he's like surprised by it, but yeah. he is not unwelcoming. Uh huh. Um, they have a little moment. We do. A hot I little love moment. It. Love it. We love those <laughs> hot moments. And in between all that is where we got that weird evil Huma laugh we mentioned earlier. Like her maniacal yeah. laugh where she's clearly like going to send that picture somewhere. Yeah. I said, humanoid, honestly, why waste the screen time? I know. And then Jamal gets served. Yes. He's at his warehouse and some people show up with papers for him that yep. he has to sign for. Yep. And basically it's paper. It, mine didn't give any translation of what set, what was said on the paper. Mine but said certificate of title. Okay. So I think it's like, So basically, here's the like, documentation, bro. Yep. Doesn't belong to you. You don't have rights to this perfume and cream, yep. so now you really have no leg to stand on for selling it. Yeah. He gets all pissed. He crumbles it up like that's going to undo it. Yeah. It's a legal document, bro. Yeah. Um, so then they're talking back at the farm about Hassan need you know, they need to crack down and, like, let's figure up a brand name for yes. you and a logo. Uh-huh. Um, we gotta get on that. Then we cut to then- this rando watermelon and workout scene. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... Where did this go? So they're in there eating watermelon. There's gratuitous boxing with a shirtless John. Yeah. And then Jamal's little jackals show up. Yeah. And I wrote shirtless John to the rescue. But all he does is basically disable them. Like he kind of twists the guy's arm behind his yes. back to keep him from moving. <laughs> yeah. And Sanem's like, and he's like, he's like, you'll be, tell him he'll be hearing from my lawyer. Yeah. That's kind of how he neutralizes the scene. Yep. And Sanem's like, wait aren't you like they were just threatening us aren't, aren't you, you gonna, gonna beat, beat him up him? and John's like sonam I'm not violent anymore I thought and that's Dren's what you like, wanted yeah beat him up and he's like sonam I thought that's not what you wanted and she's like well you know read the situation that's all I'm saying yeah like, and she's she kind of like, backs up she's like you know maybe a little bit of both <laughs> <laughs> but then she does her weird like but I'm not I'm not saying anything like she's at least like, a little in between but I don't know I don't know I, I don't know and then he's like me and then he's like oh so he's like all right and then beats all three of these guys up renders them useless (laughs) yeah and and basically says shoves the paper in their face tell your tell your buddy jaren yeah if he can't read then i'll come i'll gladly come over and read this to him exactly and then they are gone and then they're like what's that paper you showed him and john's like well i talked to metin and yeah even though we couldn't access something right now we you know we could basically say that you're the owner of this yeah we got ownership of it to get the ball rolling for you yep. to be able to stop him. And they're like, oh, all happy and everything's good. Yes. Like, things are headed in the right direction the for the problem has been solved at least. Yes. For the moment. Yes. So then... Um, JJ's still not speaking. Yes. And Doren comes to the rescue Hallelujah. in a hilarious way. Yeah, because they've been trying all this dumb crap that's not working. And Doren's like, you guys don't understand JJ. He needs something <laughs> else to stress him even more out. He needs a bigger trauma. So then she's like... JJ, if you don't start talking in three seconds, you're fired. And she's like, three, two. And he's like, and he, like, freaks out. And then she's like, "Mm mm-hmm. She's all proud of herself. Like, see? Yeah. I loved that. And he's like – Thank you, Duren Hanum, uh-huh. And he hugs her and she's all, JJ, run! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, get out of here! So cute. So funny. So then the tabloid photo shows up. Yes. And Mirhaban's like freaking out. Yeah, but then something, an idea sparks an in idea her An idea sparks and she's like get me the printer she says get me a watermelon and a printer yeah so okay yeah um, And aziz is like okay yeah she's like don't ask questions just get me yep <laughs> get me what i need meanwhile Sanem a very be spying a very wet john is too much for sun and me if we're being honest <laughs> She's oh. got a book, but she's not reading. No, she's not. <laughs> she's looking at the sparkling, glistening man fifty <laughs> feet away from her. Oh my gosh! Uh, so then, Volcan calls RPI. Yes. PI, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he basically identifies Huma to John, and now yep. he knows that that's who Yeet's been meeting with. Yep. And he's like, "Okay, thank you." Immediately yeah, he's calls not his mom. Happy. And he's like, "I'm coming over," and yeah. she's like, "Yay, my son is coming!" Because <laughs> <laughs> she's stupid and can't read the tone of his voice.
1: So he oh, goes man. off to do
0: that. Yeah. Son M's writing. Yes. Um, idiot shows up. Even though last episode she told him we need to spend time apart, but he doesn't listen. No. And. You know, he wants to talk and apologize and plead his case because he just wanted to, he just felt the need after, you know, they helped each other so much for a year that he needed to protect her against John. And I love it because she stops him right there. And she says, I don't need you to protect me from John. Nope. And I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. And like I said, we need to spend time apart. Yeah. I'm writing. I will follow, I will follow my due dates and get this stuff to you by my deadlines. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. And then he says something about John leaving, and she's like, John isn't leaving. No. And then he accidentally lets slip that mm-hmm. Huma is the one who has told him some of this stuff. Right. Like, when he's hurt Huma and blah, 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 She's like, uh-huh. uh, how do you know he's hurt Huma? You yep. talk to her? hmm So you see the, the wheels working in her head a little right. bit. Like, okay – Cause she asks him, "Well, why didn't you tell me that? Or why didn't you ask me these things?" He's like, "I didn't want to stress you out anymore." Uh Like, what would that have stressed her out? Yeah, it wouldn't have. Oh, and did did you notice how he's like, "Oh, you're writing again," and he like leans over and tries to grab it. Covers it. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you? No. So she basically is seeing the little lying snake for who he is. She's finally starting to little inklings. Uh huh. And then her hassles are rising. That, that's right. I will forever defend my use of that phrase. Anyway. So um and she yeah, she basically says, like, listen, I will get you the second book on time by mm-hmm. the deadline, just like I promised you. But goodbye. But peace out. Good. Boy bye. Boy bye. Mm-hmm. So, so then John murder, I said murderize John. Except Wah, wah this was such a let down scene to me i totally agree. i was like attack yeah because he's and like there he's got murder nothing. and rage in his eyes yeah and then he's like oh so you've been seeing ye and she's like why would you just come out and say this and she's like but she gets all defensive at first which i thought yeah. okay good this is only going to confirm what he suspects uh-huh Cause she's like who told you this who saw us who this who that and i'm like you're, you're telling on yourself way more than the pi is yeah but then of course because she is the worst person in the world uh-huh She's like, Well, what am I supposed to do to the man who my son paralyzed? Of course I'm gonna check on him. Yeah. He's pulling the He's brother. the closest thing he I have had to pull. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Just but being I love awful. it because he doesn't
0: make he doesn't feel bad. Like no. he doesn't let himself feel guilty and stuff like he was before any time that got brought up. Yeah. But, you know, he basically is like, Okay, I guess that makes sense and leaves. And I'm like, dang it. I know. I know. I hated it. So then he gets back to the farm. And it's funny because Sunem mentions that Yeet stopped by and she's like, but I told him, you know, X, Y, and Z. And he's like, Sunem, you don't have to explain to me. Yeah. She's like, I know I don't, but I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. And I loved that. Yep. Then Huma gets a special delivery. <laughs> she gets this oh really nicely gosh. wrapped package. So funny. And she's all excited. She's like, Oh, it's so nicely wrapped. I wonder what's in it. She opens it up and sees a watermelon with a happy face carved on she's it. Like, oh. <laughs> like and how cute turns... <laughs> and then she turns it over <laughs> did did your translation say what the note said it says it said mirabon season has arrived huma know your place because <laughs> she drops it uh-huh. and it breaks and she's like all traumatized and freaked and out and she reaches in and there's the picture that she took and yes. submitted to the paparazzi so of it's like, aziz yeah. and yeah we see you we know ops. what you did dummy yeah yep so then so. Muzo and JJ are now, like, going to be bodyguards and protect yeah, M. Yeah, because of the thugs. But it's just this goofy thing because she's, like, laying in the hammock all relaxed. And she's yeah. like, well, then swing me at least if you're going to be over here. But then <laughs> yeah. they, like, jostle her all <laughs> over the place. And she's like, enough, enough. And Doren and Balut show up and say they have news. John shows up, helps Sun M out of the hammock. Uh-huh. And then they all go, you know. And JJ's being so funny about Doren's lace. Yes. keeps like, touching it. It's so <laughs> He's like, is this handmade? I <laughs> just, he's like a little kid. <laughs> Anil does his character so well. And I don't know how much of that is just Anil being goofy because right. we don't know him. Like I wonder if really he's just goofy like that in real life. Right. Or he's just so well in character. <laughs> so because are just he doesn't have to do like anything. No. And I'm laughing um, at him. Yeah. So it's like he must so be really funny. funny in real life. Because yeah. he just has these little nuances about him mm-hmm. that I'm like, is that really in the script? Or does he like right. just do that and they just keep it because it's so funny and props to Daren, that actress because Tuche. she <laughs> never she never breaks no with him mm-hmm. and i feel like i would constantly be laughing because she interacts with him maybe more than anyone else right um throughout the show and he's constantly like needling her yes. like a big sister or something <laughs> And she doesn't ever She holds break. her character so and well. And she very well acts irritated uh-huh. at him. Like she'll use her purse and smack <laughs> him or whatever. But it's so funny. I, yeah. Like, dang, props, girl. I would be laughing so hard. Yes. I want him in his own show. Like, I want to mm-hmm. see him in the lead of a of a DZ because he's great. <laughs> so, anyway, moving on. Um. So, basically, they're like, it's time to really – work on Sunnim's branding now that we have yeah. you know the ownership established and blah 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 and apparently the client wants more they the client got the sample yes. of the creams and they want a big order right. but basically there's the problem like they've kind of run out of overhead because it's like listen we just barely started getting our feet back off the ground we're still meeting right. at a farm we don't even have an agency yet we can't afford to hire more people yeah we can't really afford to do much more mm-hmm. but also like we are never going to be able to if we don't keep taking on bigger clients and jobs right so they're kind of at a stalemate yeah and i need a financial backer yes and so balu is like well i'll help you you know like I think he's basically offering to be physical labor. Like, yes. I'll help you guys because I believe in this and M and uh-huh. I want to help. And Doren, Very sweet. Yes. And Doren is like, and I'll help you. I'll be a partner because I know the advertising industry and I'll help you with that stuff. Right. Everybody is kind of signing on to be a partner yes. with the company. And then John uh-huh. hands his entire boat check to yeah. M and says, please let me support you in this. Like, yeah. Um, and. She's like, I can't accept that. Yeah, and he takes it as like she's just refusing him. Yes. So he's like, okay, well, congrats on your company, and And he goes to leave. He goes to leave, and she's like, no, no. I mean you can buy in as a partner. Yes. And again, more double talk because she's like, if you uh-huh. want to be a partner, you know who's always there when I I mean we need you. Uh-huh. If you say who's, I will who's there to support me, I, I mean, mean us, <laughs> like who's never gonna leave uh me, uh the us, company. <laughs> the company. Yeah, it's really cute. And he and he sees right through her and yeah. he's just laughing. He's like, Okay. And she's like, Okay, to mom? And yeah he was like, yeah okay okay and she's like tamam okay all right and like <laughs> yeah it's settled so, it's funny i didn't realize it was his boat check because mm-hmm. um, it was still made out to him did you see how it said john D. i i didn't see that yeah i was looking more for the the amount because because my note was he probably got a loan from jeff to teb <laughs> 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 but it was it was his boat. So it was there his it is. Boat. There we go. So I put <laughs> So begins the era of Ortak. The Ortak era. Yep. I said Ortak era. Here we go. Yep. So now they're part We've had an Arkadash era, we've had an uh, Ashkim era, mm-hmm. and now we're in the Ortak era. Yes. So there we go. So Um. then Denise is all of a sudden making like a list of her man requirements and Muzo walks up and clearly he's meeting a bunch of them and he doesn't even realize it. Right. And this I we had a few Muzo and Denise scenes this episode. So to me it just seemed kind of like a little bit of a furthering of their Mm -hmm. storyline. Yeah. So, but he's blind and dumb, so he like walks off, not <laughs> yeah. even realizing that she's like, "You fulfill so many of these." Yeah. Um. So then we have a partner dinner. Yes. Um. With the whole group the and Layla and Emre come there. as well, and basically Layla and John have a little chat where she's like, "Yeah, are you gonna leave again? Like, I, I haven't ever seen Sanem this happy in over a year." And I need – basically, like, I need yeah. to know you're not going to leave and break my sister's yep. heart again. Like, how she's been this last month is – like, I haven't seen her before. And, yeah, I love it because until now, she's been cold to him. She either yeah. doesn't speak to him mm-hmm. or she's very curt when she does. Mm-hmm. So, I felt like this was not only her warning him, mm-hmm. but also an olive branch at the same time. Right. And, and he says, no, I'm not leaving. And she says, okay – I don't even care if the world is ending and burning down. I need to know you're not even gonna leave then. Yeah. And he says, "No, I'll never do anything to upset Sonam again. Mm-hmm. I promise." Yeah. And then so it's like it's like they're good now, and I'm yes. I'm happy for that. Yeah. Because so that it's was like, a nice little moment. That's your husband's brother. It's the man your sister clearly loves. Right. So you know you yeah. need to get along. <laughs> and I well, and you know I can honestly understand as a why sister. she was yep as yeah. a sister why she was treating him that way for mm-hmm. so long. After seeing your sibling go through something yeah. like that, I wouldn't be immediately warming back up to this guy. Yeah. I would probably be just like that. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen knows me. She yes. knows that. That's probably exactly how I would be. It's true. I would be like, you hurt my friend. Uh-huh. That's it. It's over for you. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I love that there's been this, like, breakthrough for them. Yes. Um, then it's like... Let's dance and celebrate. Like, yeah. we're here to celebrate a partnership. Like, let's have fun. And so yeah. they play Except this song. John and Son M mm-hmm. do not dance. They're just gazing at each other. I mean, she's kind of like moving in her seat doing yeah. that. And I'm like, come on, John, ask her to dance, even if you're going to look ridiculous. Yeah. Even if you're like a white boy when but you do they're it. they're just looking at each other. But no, they're too busy gazing mm-hmm. and smiling and all yep. this stuff. And the song, by the way, is called Champagne Nights by Paul Smith. Okay.
1: Yeah, um, Muzo's
0: like foreign pop yeah which i mean it is <laughs> yeah i thought that was funny for them so it's cute so then the dancing kind of dies down and everyone's yeah, dinner's kind of, over the yeah. party's over everybody's going home but Doren has hurt her ankle probably while dancing it, so she's, this was so funny i love this thing so much so she walks up to john and she's like she's like whispering oh she's like listen i hurt my ankle i can't make it all the way back to the house i don't want to ask balut for her help because he's always carrying me and I don't want him to. And she's like, she's So like, could, you do, me could a favor? you do me a favor? And Balut comes up right behind <laughs> her and just scoops her up. He's like, Where to, m'lady? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, To the Sanem's house, I guess. So then John's like, All right, see ya. And then they pass by Sanem, and Balut's like, Don't worry, nothing to see here. <laughs> and like- he's like, Everything's fine. And she's like, Yeah, I can Clearly see that everything's fine. <laughs> I loved that so much. Oh. And then, so John and Son M basically bid each other goodnight. Yes. Like, Good night, partner. Good night, uh-huh. partner. And they go their separate ways. And then I, I said, Swoony music alert because yeah, we've got dreamed, the dream music. The dream music again. White, white dress alert. Yes. Because he's in white too. Uh huh. Well, and <gasps> back to Aisha. Mm hmm. She tends to have Sun M in white when big things happen. When there's these big moments. Uh huh. So, uh, time has passed Mm -hmm. and Sun M has fallen asleep in the hammock. Which I don't know why I just realized this, but I was like, huh, I wonder if there's something there because John used to only be able to find peace sleeping Mm -hmm. outside and they slept together on that hammock. Mm-hmm. that one at night that shoot in episode 10 yep and um, yeah because yeah, he liked to be out in the open right and even at the house he would sleep out like in the garden in yeah. his own house he like never slept in his own room unless Son M was there yeah so I was like huh I wonder if this is something that she's like finding her peace in nature she yeah she likes sleeping outside mm-hmm. maybe anyway so she's asleep yeah. in the hammock yeah it's later and John's not asleep so he's walking he's walking the ground yeah <laughs> because he wasn't (laughs) headed towards her he just was walking yeah and then sees her so it's not like he was seeking her out right but anyways but he's not mad that she's there obviously but he sees she doesn't have a blanket on yeah so he walks over and he grabs a blanket because he's probably thinking oh she's probably cold Mm -hmm. when we tuck her in (laughs) so Mm -hmm. he put he goes to put the blanket on her and gasp his eyes catch. the moonstone ring he sees the moonstone engagement ring and this is also the first... no it's not that's not just kidding i was going to say it's the first reveal for us but it's not no. because she- really early on we see that that's what she pulls from the string yes like she finally um, holds on to it in episode 40 yeah when he's sailing away mm-hmm. um but he yeah he, he, yeah, sees he hasn't it. seen it he hasn't in over a year and he crouches down and it's I love the look on his face yes. because he 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 looks like he's in disbelief, uh-huh. but he's so happy. Yep, and he almost looks like he's gonna tear up. Yes, it's like this again, like because obviously this isn't a real thing happening. So right. the fact that John Yaman is like able to convey this like surprise this shock this disbelief but also this like emotional reaction to just seeing this thing it's a very emotional reaction it's so good like his eyes reveal so much and oh yeah it was like so beautiful because he. yeah you're right it look it's like is he about to tear up because he realizes oh she i've been just as close to her as she's been to me because basically that's her bandana right Right. And, you know, he's been carrying that bandana for a year. She's been wearing that ring next to her heart for the last year. Well, and, you know, I I appreciate the order of things that Aisha, Aisha did with this stuff because mm-hmm. I feel like M needed to find out first – that John hadn't forgotten her. Right. Like his reveal of the bandana was way before right. this reveal of the Moonstone yep. Ring. And I think that was purposeful mm-hmm. as far as the two characters, because I think Sanem needed the reassurance much more than John did. Yeah. Not that John didn't need the reassurance because right. obviously he he's did. having this reaction mm-hmm. to this situation in seeing the ring. Right. That no, she hasn't forgotten right. him. But he also had the book. Like he, right. there's there were a lot more clues for him. Right. And her, bas- you know, losing it after he left. Again, yeah, a lot more clues left, for him. So mm-hmm. he needed that reassurance more because he chose to leave. She needed the reassurance. So, yes. Yeah. She needed the reassurance. Yeah. Yeah. So I I appreciate that M got the reassurance before he did. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, now here's a very concrete piece of evidence uh-huh. that he sees that she still loves him or Mm -hmm. that she hasn't forgotten him right um yeah yep and just as he's like inspecting it he drops it and then her eyes flutter open Uh and they kind of are staring at each other yeah so she's waking up and she's just got John looking at her okay (laughs) pick like picture this (laughs) you're like in this serene nice garden environment garden Uh uh-huh and you're just Napping in a hammock, uh-huh. and you slowly wake up, uh-huh. and three inches from your face <laughs> is John Yaman. Like honestly, what? I would probably fall I off of the not hammock. So <laughs> gonna... <laughs> because <laughs> I am not a graceful you know, lovely woman like Demet and mm, me either. I, or M and I would be like, oh my gosh! And I would probably <laughs> react so violently that I would <laughs> fall off but the But he hammock, would then catch you in his would... big, strong arms. <laughs> he would probably laugh at me. <laughs> because my life is not and like that. And then pull out his ever-present chocolate bar from his uh-huh. pocket or jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyways oh so man. such a good ending that would be the tv versus reality version yes <laughs> like pinterest versus real life uh-huh. uh-huh yeah so anyways that's where the episode ends yes it's a very good cliffhanger to ha- leave off on oh yeah Ugh, have them just stare at each other yes i'm i'm in it i'm Agreed. down with it so overall yeah. a very good episode because yeah it we've made the most progress in this one episode totally i mean we've been making progress every episode but i feel like a the biggest leap has been made now. Like, yeah, because of the conversation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was... So, a lot of work was done. Yes, a lot of work was done. So anyways, um, do you have a question of the week? I do. Again, we've got kind of a more general... I'm I'm, I'm liking these generalized well, questions. Well, we're far enough in, too, though, that it's like these... They don't have to be so episode-specific because yeah. now you have all this back history of episodes mm-hmm. to consider. So I like that. So I want to know... What people think it was, through the whole series, mm-hmm. what do you think was the least necessary storyline? Ooh. <laughs> so, like, what storyline were you like, yeah, can we just delete that? or okay. Or can we just pretend that never happened because yeah. who even cares like what that wasn't necessary at all That's a good so it could one. be anything yeah this is very open yeah because that's not just like what episode would you get rid of no this is not an episode what arc or storyline any storyline big or small that you're okay. like where did that come from it wasn't necessary let's just forget that it ever happened yeah yeah that's a good one all right so, um so yeah all right you guys well You know the drill. Mm -hmm. Um, Social media. Find us at Dizzy for Dizzy on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Send us an email, dizzy4dizzypodcasts at gmail.com. We've gotten a few emails in the last few weeks, and it's been so nice. Mm-hmm. I still need to reply to uh, – we got one from a very sweet listener named Susie. Yes. Um. And it was just the nicest, nicest email. So, I know. Um, we're trying to figure that out, Susie, by the yes, way. Yes. <laughs> we, yes. We're trying to figure out uh, the answer to one of your questions. So yes. we promise we're getting back to you. Yeah. Um, it was very nice to hear from you. And yeah, so we love talking with you guys. It's been really fun interacting with – most of our interaction with you guys is all on Twitter. Yeah. Um, It's been really fun engaging with you guys and especially like when I'm posting my DEK threads, like so many of you guys like reply back and have so many thoughts. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it was very sweet. We'll be asking soon about what you guys want for phase two of Dizzy for Daisy as well because we're getting to the end we are so yeah we'll start taking polls and votes and things like that so send your suggestions start sending them in and we'll see if we can narrow it down and then um start voting in a few weeks yep. so anyways we love you guys and we will see you next week with volume 45 Thanks. and Bye. until then cow. kow <laughs>